What is good, all of our listeners? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And I'm super sunburned. Because I didn't listen to my wife by putting on sun lotion. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, we had a pool party for the youth group. Uh, Liz was just like, Adam, you should put on some sunblock. And I'm like, no, man, I'm, I'm one of the cool kids. And I, I got um, sunburned. So, yeah. But uh, Liz, how are you doing? I'm all right. Are you feeling better? A little. Yeah. Uh, like your, your tummy's doing okay? It's all right. Yeah. It hurts a little bit this morning, but not too bad. Yeah. I, I knew that, um, it would take a little bit of time. In fact, um, just give you a preview of next week. We have a special guest coming on and I will tell you who the guest is at the end of this episode. But, uh, I, I contacted him and I said, Hey, Liz is not feeling too well. I want to give her a little bit of time to recover before, you know, we do this interview, but, uh, yeah, super special guest and you're feeling Pretty good. I'm feeling much better than when you originally made the interview request with the guy. Yeah, exactly. When exactly. you said, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to ask. I was like, uh, not this week. Yeah, no. Uh, but, yeah, so we got a special episode this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about does gaming really make you fat? And we're going to talk about some articles here as well as my brief uh, fitness journey. But before we get to all that, we got some segments before we get to that, but before we get to those segments, oh my goodness, let's do the intro. So we just want to make sure that you follow us on the social medias. We are on Twitter at Gaming Groceries or follow us individually. Mine is at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So you can be friends with us, follow us, and, you know, chat with us. So definitely follow us individually and the podcast at Gaming Groceries. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram is Games and Groceries, all one word. So follow us there. We share gaming memes and updates about the podcast. So definitely follow us there, as well as uh, checking out our website. Website is called GamesAndGroceries.com, where you can listen to all the episodes, as well as read some articles that I uh, sometimes right. I've been falling behind. Work has gotten super busy, but I'm going to get on top of that. But uh, definitely check out the website. Listen to all the episodes. Find out where you can listen to the episodes, as well as uh, some articles that I write from time to time. Uh, and speaking of that, some extra contents. We actually just ordered some uh, background equipment mm -hmm. because we're going to be filming uh, for YouTube. So we used to do this. We we used to fill, film uh, video podcasts and it was just, it, it wasn't a great set. So now we're committed to it. Uh, we bought some, uh, like a good background. So we're actually going to be filming starting next week, uh, filming a video podcast as well as giving you extra YouTube videos during the week. Yes. We want to do at least one or two a week, maybe uh, a gaming news topic and just update to you via YouTube. Mm -hmm. So we want, we want to get the YouTube channel like definitely started. So if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Games of Groceries Podcast. You can find us pretty easily. So definitely follow us there. Okay, so I promised you that if you rated and reviewed us on your favorite uh, podcast platform, that I would read your reviews on the podcast. So to go through with that pr uh, promise, we got three reviews on iTunes. So I want to go through this uh, real quick. Great story ever played. What's up, guys? Uh, each week, Adam and Liz talk about specific topic related to the gaming industry. 
uh, ranging from topics like the case for short games to difficulties in games. They also discuss each episode of Life is Strange 2 as it's released. Yes, we will talk about every single episode of Life is Strange as it comes out. The next one is in August, so looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. You want to read the next one? Yeah, the next one is from Werewolf359. Mm-hmm. He said, The chemistry between Adam and Liz is great as a gamer, but not as intense as some are. I never have a problem understanding and being engaged with their topics. The honesty... This honestly feels like you're just sitting in a room with them talking about video games, which is what makes it great. Yeah. We got a 501 from Raven Co-op. I honestly love the chemistry that Adam and Liz bring to the podcast. Not only do they talk about subjects that I'm interested in, but their nerd relationship is legit. Hashtag goals. I love their recommendations, their commentary on gaming industry, and they are so funny together. Yes, we are. Uh, too enthusiastic thumbs up fine holiday fun so definitely give us your reviews on uh, itunes or whatever you listen to uh send us it via email or on twitter uh so that i make sure because we're on 14 different platforms yeah we can't check all of them yeah so if you want us to read your review on the podcast definitely uh give us a review and send it to us so that saying like hey can you read it with your fine fine voice you're so weird. Fine. But yeah, so look forward to that, to the YouTube videos uh, coming up next week. So yeah. yeah, the equipment should be here pretty soon. Uh, we got budget equipment. So, you know, starting out. Yeah, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. So uh, I think that was a good intro. Don't you say so to yourself? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump into our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment where we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or in theaters, and we want to recommend them or don't recommend them to you. And this week is actually a Prime original film, and it's actually the directorial directorial debut. Directorial. Directorial. (laughs) Directorial debut. Of Idris Elba. There you go. Yeah. So we want to talk about it because we love Idris Elba. So let's talk about it. The movie is called Yardy, and it is a Amazon Prime original. Opening thoughts. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Um. That basically sums up how we yeah, feel. Yeah, that really is just kind of that's our whole feelings on the movie. It was it was a good movie. Yeah, it was fine. So uh, let let's talk about the notes that we have here. So the the first one I want to start off with it. It wasn't really the strongest open to a film. I'm not trying to say I was expecting spectacular, but when we were just coming off of uh, Borg versus uh, McEnroe, where it had like a super strong open, mm-hmm. this open was just, um, it was basic, right? But it, it, it gave, it wasn't the strongest open. However, it gave you purpose behind the plot. As you watch the movie, you're, you're just saying to yourself, okay, this is why this is happening. It gave you purpose behind the plot. It was very textbook, and it was your basic intro to a story. Yeah. Right? So what what did you think of the intro? I enjoyed it. Um, It did, like, jump within its own timeline. Yeah. So that was a little confusing at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, the intro was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was 
It was your basic it was textbook intro. Confusing, but it wasn't. It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, and that, and that's the thing. There was nothing wrong with it. It was just that. Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah, what happens. It's an this, intro. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which, which brings me to my second note is that the entire movie was a uh, very very average, and it's not a bad average. Like, oh, this is just like this is oh average. It was like that's uh, it's average. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what what my note says is that the the storytelling is nothing remarkable. It's nothing to write home about, but it does nothing wrong either. Yeah, it, it, it's just you watch the film, and it's and if your friend asks you, if our audience asks us what we think, it's like, well, it was nothing remarkable. It it wasn't a standout film. It wasn't compelling, as mm-hmm. some reviewers said it. It wasn't remarkable. However, you watch the film, and it's just like nothing happened wrong there's nothing in the film that was like inherently wrong in the storytelling it was average it was very textbook you know and and, and this is the directorial there you go debut uh, of an a fine actor yeah uh however i was not surprised so it took place in jamaica but then he moved to london and i was like of course he wanted in london so uh i believe idris is um, from England. I no, have no idea. I can never remember if he's from England or Australia, but I'm pretty sure England. Check. Uh, but yeah, so the whole st- storytelling from beginning, middle to end, each each act was very textbook. And and that's not all I can really um, go off of. Are you looking up where he's from? Yes. Yeah. He's an English actor. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, so he, he based it in England, based it in London. Um... But this wasn't a film that you've never seen before. It's it's very um, what goes wrong in, in the gangster life. You know, yeah. he's selling drugs and what goes wrong with it. There's nothing you haven't seen before, but yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, and I think we should go to our last note about this. Uh, the problem I had with the film, though, the problem I had is that it was definitely sending a message. Right. It, it was sending a message of letting go of your past. Mm-hmm. However, the message of letting go of your past gets muddled in other themes in the film. Uh, we had themes of uh, being a good father. We had themes of uh, don't do drugs. We, we had themes of re- respecting authorities. It, it, it just got into a mess of messages. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like he was throwing everything at you. Almost, almost as if Idris was saying, like, this is my only ch- uh, my only shot. Of, yeah. of sending a message to the audience. So I'm going to send out every single message that I have to give. Yeah. All my wisdom. And that's what it really felt like. It, it felt like a whole mess of messages. Uh, and that's nothing bad. It just felt like, oh, what was the point of this? Yeah. Did you feel that way? Um, Not too much. Uh, I think even though it had all those other themes, the... um not you know letting your past go and stuff yeah like i feel like that was the most present it was the most present like yeah. being a good father mm-hmm. but i think all the other ones were subtle enough that it didn't take over it didn't take over no 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 like you definitely walked away from the film saying like let go of your past mm-hmm. but i felt like if he just stuck with that uh that i'm not going to spoil like why the theme was letting go mm-hmm. of your past, but it felt like the theme behind it, the um, uh, almost the arbiter 
for for the way the movie should progress the catalyst mm-hmm. i'm sorry not the arbiter the catalyst of how the movie should move forward it should have been used more in the film it should have yeah. haunted them more in the film however it was just kind of like a little taste of it yeah it was mostly it felt more like um mm-hmm. he just kept getting reminded like little yeah. reminders if the reminder like he couldn't get that chip off his shoulder. Yeah. If that chip, if that reminder, I, I feel like this film could have been fixed. If that uh, catalyst was just what it was, it was a catalyst. It, yeah, it would have been it pound- down more than they showed. But instead it was just kind of like, Oh, do, do you remember the intro of the movie? No. Uh, well, here, here, here it is again, just to remind you. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember. Thank yeah. you. It wasn't like the, like the presence of the film. Mm-hmm. So let's go into our final ratings. Uh, what did you give it? I gave it a six. Why did you give it a six? That that is just above average. Yeah, because I really enjoyed it. It was a it was a good movie, um, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. So I, I I didn't think it was so incredible yeah. that it was like a seven or eight where I was like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. It was more of like that was a good movie. Yeah, it was, it was fine. All right. It was alright. And that's why I gave it a five out of ten. Now. This isn't a bad 5 out of 10. Sometimes yeah. I see an average film and it's just like, it's so basic. Why did he even make a film? Yeah. But I gave it a 5 because this was a solid, this was a solid intro to Idris's, uh, uh director's career. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Everything was textbook. Everything was, you know, nothing was wrong, but everything was very textbook. Yeah. And something I haven't seen before. However... He did nothing wrong. Yeah. That's why I gave it a five. Now, let's go into whether we recommend it or not. Mine is kind of complicated. Would you recommend this to anybody? Yeah. I mean, it would depend on what that person's into. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I think this is a movie that anyone can sit down and enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Now, if Idris Elba was taking out the equation, I feel like I would be less interested. But I was more interested to see how... Idris uh, handled this directing uh, path. Yeah. That's what I was really interested in. And that's why I don't necessarily want to say that I recommend it for everybody. Because if you're if you're kind of picky about your movies and, and, you're, and you've seen a lot of mafia, quote unquote mafia movies, mm-hmm. eh, it's okay. However, if you're if you're a supporter of Idris Elba. And you really want to see where his uh, career is going? I highly yeah. recommend this movie because he did a solid job. But if you're just watching this as a movie, like you're scrolling through Amazon Prime, like, oh, should I watch this? Ah, uh, you know, it's it's okay, it's yeah. fine. You know, there's nothing bad, but and it's only an hour and forty eight minutes. It's not like a two and a half hour yeah, film. Yeah, so it's not like it's a huge commitment. Yeah, so uh, I I recommend it, but not like a strong recommendation. Not like Borg versus McEnroe, with that we saw yeah. last week. Highly recommend that film. Yeah. This one, it was just kind of like, eh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that does it for this segment. But again, the movie is called Yardy. It is a prime original, and it was the directorial debut of Idris Elba. Yes. So definitely give that a watch if you're interested in it and the way we rated it. But yeah. So let's just do it. Let's just uh, go into our second segment. Top three. Gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week, and we like to rate it three, two, one of what we found interesting during the week, just to keep you informed about the gaming industry. So, 
let's start off with number three, and this is a Destiny 2 uh, piece of news. So those who are really into Destiny 2, uh, now that Activision has their hands off of Bungie, Bungie is now taking control, and this is actually a pretty great story. Uh, so let's read this. Bungie postpones Destiny 2 fixes to the Lord of Wolves shotgun uh, to preserve work-life balance of the development team. So Bungie had made plans to nerf the overpowered uh, new shotgun called the Lord of Wolves mm -hmm. for better player versus player balance. However, it has been delayed to later in July to support this work-life balance of their development team. Mm -hmm. So before we discuss this, I want to read some quotes from uh, creative director Luke Smith, who has this to say. He he said that he had some arg or some discussions within uh, saying that, is it worth it doing that? Or is it better to preserve the work-life balance of our development team and ship it later in July? To ask a team to do that kind of thing back-to-back, -back, uh, full disclosure, it's not something we really, really want to do. We try to be really careful about stuff like that. So it sounds like creative director Luke Smith is really careful to not burn out his team. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get into the nitty gritty. There's always some stresses when it comes to game developments. Right? Oh, yeah. You, you probably will have to do some overtime. However, what, what this quote, the very first quote, is it worth it doing that? So he's trying to say that, like, okay, we can... Uh, patch it we can try to do everything we can but they've just done a patch back to back to back mm -hmm. is this lord of wolf shotgun so important that we need to dismantle the work-life balance yeah so i like that quote is it worth it mm -hmm. you know uh what do you what do you think when you read this i think it's good because especially in this past year we've had so many stories about companies overworking their development teams and mm -hmm. people having to go to therapy or quit their jobs and yeah. things like that where they're just so overworked because the demand is so high in the video game industry. It's killing the developers. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a good example that they're setting saying like, this is, that isn't how we wanted to run this and we're going to do it the right way now. Right. And our our employees are more important than making money because and i think that's right because you're not gonna make money if you're gonna lose all of your good employees right you know you're gonna end up with you know scraping the bottom of the barrel and people aren't gonna want to work for you if you're known for that yeah you know? so in the long run i still think it's more even financially beneficial for them to take longer to do things yeah so like you said i think this is a really feel-good way and uh it's definitely financially supporting uh, yeah. the company in general. Yeah. And what I like about this is that this is like further proof that once Activision has their hands off of it, uh, creative director Luke Smith is just very keen on being really careful about their mental yeah. health. Yeah. And we, I mean, and the two of us mm -hmm. are very big supporters of keeping mental health on top. Like that's yeah. one of the most important things. Exactly. Because if you don't have your mental health in check, your, your work is going to be uh, less efficient. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, we, we put this at number three because it's a it's a quick story and we we highly um, support Bungie in this decision. Oh, yeah, definitely. So uh, if you're a Destiny 2 player, definitely. Um, yeah. Give us your thoughts about this, uh, about this story. Uh, do you think the Lord of Wolf shotgun is way too overpowered that they should have just patched this? 
or do you support that like it wasn't so bad is it worth it can it just patch it in july yeah so definitely give your thoughts on that uh let's just move into number two and it's pretty interesting that xbox has just come out to say that well actually they have not officially confirmed it but rumors have said it that xbox will only release one console the anaconda the beefier system in project scarlet now if you didn't know project scarlet is not the name of the console that they're releasing but project scarlet was the overall um vision of the next generation they had two systems in mind the beefier system that was the anaconda and then the less beefier like the more uh cost effective system called the lockhart and this has all come under project scarlet Mm-hmm. Now, Project Scarlet is one console. So this is coming from a report from Thorot.com. And Microsoft has shifted focus from two consoles and has scrapped the ideas for Project Lockhart. Uh, Phil Spencer has joked with uh, Business Insider that he said, uh, yeah, he said consoles as in plural. We're releasing consoles in the next generation. But then he joked like, well, we already re- released a console, the Xbox One X. So that's what we really meant. Mm. Uh, however, the evidence is still standing that Lockhart existed at one point. Mm-hmm. Now, some sources state that Lockhart was actually scrapped weeks ago, merely weeks ago, uh, before E3 even happened, right? So it's this is a fresh idea. Lockhart existed, and then they scrapped ideas. It was scrapped due to developer issues, uh, because they, they tried to develop next-gen titles for the Anaconda, but it also had to work for the Lockhart. So mm-hmm. it was developer issues with that and a bigger focus on xCloud on, onto the Anaconda. So I'm actually supportive of this, this idea. Do you have any thoughts on this? Um, so assuming yeah. that... Because before the rumor was that one console, you'd be able to play physical discs in... And the other yes. one was going to be all cloud or streaming based games. I don't think Lockhart was officially said that it didn't have a disk drive, but I think that but was, that was the, the rumor. I think that was the rumor. And what it was is that it would be almost like the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X, whereas Lockhart was the S and X is, or Anaconda is the X. So that. It, mm-hmm. There you have a more cost efficient. If you didn't want like the 8K rendering, blah yeah. blah blah, you have a more cost effective system. I would I, imagine that would be disc free. The Lockhart. Yeah, so that that's what I was kind of going off of. So in that sense, like mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, honestly, to me, it feels like more of a power move in their mind. Yeah. Because they see what. PlayStation is planning for their next generation. Yeah. And they're just like, no, we need to go all in on this big one. Yeah. And put everything into it, even if it's more expensive. So I think this was more of a personal decision on their end than thinking yeah. about what they might, what their community might want or need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I understand it, but to me, it seems mostly like a power move where they got very scared and very nervous. Yeah. And so they're just like, forget it. We're yeah. doing the big one. We're doing the expensive one. We're putting all in, and it's going to be real expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be super <laughs> all expensive. All I'm hearing is dollar signs as yeah. this article goes on. Is dollar signs. And I am very supportive by, by this idea. From working in GameStop and when the Wii U started to come out, uh, I would have people always coming in because of the name Wii U. 
And they would always ask me, like the average customer, they would always ask me, is like, well, what's the difference between the Wii and the Wii U? Like, can I just get the Wii and play Wii U games on the Wii? And they would just be confused. And I had to explain, no, it's the Wii U is the next gen mm -hmm. and the Wii is the past gen. So if you want the new system, it's almost like the 360, the Xbox One. And I tried to explain yeah. this, but they're like, why the Wii U? There, there's no differential. So let's say two consoles came out. Two mm -hmm. consoles came out. And the average customer comes in and says, wait, which one should I buy? Is the Xbox Lockhart the same as Xbox One? Is it just a newer model? And the average consumer will not tell the difference. Us gamers, you know, have yeah. been following this rule. You know, we've been following this news. And we'll be like, oh, that's Lockhart. That's Anaconda. But, you know, Soccer Mom comes in. And her and her son wants like well, the news. Soccer news. mom doesn't know the difference between the 360 and the X. Yeah, don't so don't get me started about let's that. Let's not use that one as an example. Yeah, uh, yeah. I once had. They don't understand the play the difference between the PlayStation and the Xbox at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, I once had a mom ask me like, "Can I get the Mario game on the Xbox?" And I was like, "Oh man, nope, that's not how it works." Yeah, so. But yeah. then again, I didn't know that either probably until we got married. So <laughs> I don't blame her for that one. So I'm supportive of this idea. Um, I, I think this will be beneficial for them. And maybe they'll release the uh, Lockhart a little bit later in time yeah. once the Anaconda has room to breathe. But to release it two at the same time, yeah, that would have been overwhelming for the consumer. Yeah, I feel like it might end up, like you said, being kind of like how they did the Xbox One. Then they did the X and the S. So maybe yeah. they'll do the Anaconda and then... The Lockhart. Later on, they'll release Lockhart as like, look, this is like an updated, different type of idea. A cheaper. Yeah, like a different idea to kind of like, mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, so that's our thoughts on it. Let's just move on to our number one gaming news. I want you to guess, audience, what the number one gaming news is. Uh, can you guess it? We might surprise you with this one. It's a surprise mechanic within the podcast. You're adorable. Oh, yes, audience. We're talking about it. EA's loot boxes are actually surprise mechanics. And Fortnite is not about making money at all. We're just dumb. I know. Mind blown. So this is coming from uh, a UK parliament's uh, treaty. Or not treaty. Uh, I don't know what the word is. But uh, the UK parliament called in representatives from EA and Epic Games to basically call them out that saying like, listen, your uh, monetizations, your loot boxes, the way you make money off your games is not in, uh, it's, it's not, it's, a not it's not moral. Yeah, it's not moral. It's not uh, in with the laws of, of the European market. Mm -hmm. And we're calling you out for it, basically. Mm -hmm. So this is coming from a UK parliament hearing. And Kerry Hopkins, who is a uh, EA executive, uh, they, they started to ask her, well, don't you think loot boxes are more like gambling? Like, wh what, what do you think about this? And with a serious face, Kerry Hopkins, she says, well, we at EA don't call them loot boxes. We call them surprise mechanics. 
And the representative laughed, or like the representative from UK Parliament actually yeah. laughed, and she said, "No, seriously, yeah, surprise mechanics because people love surprises. Uh, the, yeah. If you look through the toy industry, you have things like Hatchimals and the Lol Surprise and the Kinder Eggs. You know, people like surprises, and it's quite ethical. Yeah, for things that cost ninety nine cents. Yeah, they they say it's quite ethical, quite ethical, and people enjoy." The element of surprise. So before we get to our second notes, surprise. Like, what what do you think of that? Like, you you watched the the hearing. I understand where she's coming where from. Where she's coming from in her example as defense. Right. Like, I disagree. It's a dumb but argument. I, but I understand her argument and where she sees that does back up because yeah, the things like the little Lego dudes that you don't know what you're getting in the bag yeah. or the Kinder things yeah that i you know that those are cheap hatchimals Mm -hmm. are not cheap yeah they were the big present to get two years ago at christmas yeah um and you didn't know what you were getting yeah especially if you had more than one you know you could be getting the exact same stuffed animal right so i do understand where she's thinking on that like that was a more expensive thing Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to those things usually the parent is buying them yeah you know, like you're out, you're out at Target or the toy store or something and like, oh, look here, like mm-hmm. for the Hatchmo, like adults are buying those things. These kids, you're not having 10 year olds going to the store and getting them themselves. Right. Most times. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not going to the store every day to get it. Yeah. Whereas video games, the kids are are playing those every day and not with supervision mm-hmm. most of the time. And. So that's where it's different. It's like these kids don't have supervision. They can do this every day if they want to. And yeah, totally. You know, even if it is their own money as a teenager. Yeah. They still have access to it every day. There was somebody who was just in the news not too long ago that looked up his uh, spending purchases on FIFA, I believe FIFA or Madden. Mm -hmm. And he ended up spending $10,000. And I think in two or three years, $10,000. Yeah. So to say that a kid doesn't have access to that ability, Mm -hmm. you know, is kind of crazy. Like I said, even with a teenager, even if they had their own job and they were spending their own money, which we know kids who do that. Exactly. You know, that's still not safe practices because. Mm hmm. They need to be taught the value of a dollar, but their parents don't even know that they're spending that money on that console. Yeah. So they don't know. Like, I mean, I know when I was younger, I spent all my money on Wawa. So. Yeah, true. Like, I'm sure my mom didn't agree with that, but at least it was food. I was feeding myself. Fuck you. Do you want to get on? There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't like her example from there because you don't spend $60 to get into Toys R Us. You don't yeah, spend $60 yeah, to get the into the toy store. And that and that's the thing. Like these are Kinder eggs. Like you get like a little piece of plastic, but you also get chocolate or something like that. That you know you're getting. Exactly. I didn't like her example. It was very condescending. Yeah. And again, even going back to your point where you don't spend sixty dollars to get into to- Toys R Us. Yeah. You know, so that you can buy the five dollar toy. Yeah. You know, like these people are already purchasing a game for a lot of money, mm-hmm. and then you're asking them to spend more money to play the game. Like. Yeah. That's insane. That's kind of dumb. Um, my second note here is that Epic was also there. Epic Games, who is the makers of Fortnite, Epic representatives also stated. Now they started to ask Epic, "Well, how do you defend, you know, kids spending money on your games?" There was a child in, uh, I think they said London 
I think they said London that spend yeah. 1,600 pounds on Fortnite in a day. Yeah. In a day. Um, and uh, Epic responded by saying, they one, they don't know their player base, which I'll get to back in a little bit. I forgot about that. But they also don't make any money off of their free-to-play Fortnite. They they start to say like, well, we don't make money. And they sound like that. Like, well, uh, we... Yeah, they stumbled over yeah, every word. We don't make any money off... Uh, Fortnite is um, free-to-play. Free so there's no money being made. I'm like, oh my goodness. Stop. And so they also start to say... Well, how many rep how many frequent players do you have? And the the, the epic representatives are like, oh, we we actually don't we do we don't know that number. I mean, what? How do you define frequent? And then they started to like poke epic UK yeah. Parliament, like, well, give us an answer. And epic said, okay, fine, two you know within two weeks or thirty days. And then they said, okay, within the two weeks and thirty days, how many frequent players do you have? Oh, I um I I don't know that yeah. information. Like bull crap. Like you don't know. And so then uh the I believe the Prime Minister, I should really know these things, but the representatives for the UK Parliament were saying, listen, uh, we've had video game companies come here before and they've given us their information. Now the fact that you haven't given us any information, your highness, makes it highly suspicious. Yeah. It makes it highly suspicious towards us that you're doing something shady if you had nothing to hide you would just tell us you wouldn't just say surprise mechanics you mm -hmm. wouldn't say that you don't know your player base you would stop lying that you don't make any money off of fortnite yeah because epic games is rich so yeah. it was just super super shady the way they were presenting themselves mm -hmm. it, it made them look like the bad guys it made them look like they were smuggling drugs from like <laughs> another country and that's just it is that um with this whole thing ea and epic squirmed in their seats and they're stumbling over their words and parliament knew this was shady they saw them on their lies and do not be surprised that this will always um this will always be known as like the the, the game changer yeah for microtransactions and loot boxes changes will be made from this yeah because now uk is getting involved and saying like okay this is super shady we need to investigate this even further so if you want to look it up it's on youtube it's about a like a little bit over two hours of of a hearing but trust us you want to see them squirm in their seats it's <laughs> super super shady but do you have any final thoughts on what we saw um Y'all should just really watch it. Yeah. That's it. Like, I <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't uh, say the way Carrie Hopkins said it. It's surprise mechanics. Like, like she said yeah. it on the spot. I was like, oh, my goodness. You got to stop that. And EA to say that, like, yeah, no, we're very ethical about it. Like, oh, you stop it. Yeah. Especially Epic. When they said, now, final story on this. That they don't make any money off their free-to-play Fortnite. And yeah, you can argue, Fortnite, you can get exactly what you want. Fortnite, you can spend what you want. I have a student in my youth ministry, and I've said this before. Mm -hmm, we've shared this. He has spent over $500 on Fortnite. Yeah, and so I was, don't say you don't make any money off of it. And when I asked him, I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, not as much my friend. My friend has spent $800 on Fortnite. I was like, what? So... Don't tell me that you yeah. don't make any money. Cause that's it might be a free to play game, but 
Yeah. Kids can still buy things. It, and there was a kid in, in the UK who spent 1,600 pounds in a day. A day. In one day. That's crazy. So this is going to make some changes in the gaming industry. Some good changes, but we'll see what comes of this. I'm very excited about what will be made, but I think this will be the hearing that changes Started everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is a good time to move into our final segment. Talkie time. The talkie time segment is where we bring up a topic in the gaming industry. And we like just to talk about it for the next half hour or so. And just to have a little bit of conversation about what's going on in the gaming industry. What's on our minds. Mm-hmm. So our today's topic is all about does gaming make you fat? So this is actually an idea uh, that was given well, not given to us, but we watched a Review Tech USA video and he had mm-hmm. the same topic and he had some articles linked. So I decided to read those articles and I thought we had a lot to say on the topic as well. Do video games make you fat? And I want to go over some highlights from the articles uh, and I will link those articles in this podcast as well as the YouTube video. But uh, the first article reads, do video games drive obesity? Now, some highlights that I have, you can read the whole article mm-hmm. linked below. Um, but in adults, there is a slight positive correlation between playing video games and body mass. Uh, this was given with a study with 20 relevant studies with 38,000 participants. And the analysis revealed only a small correlation between video game playing and exercise weight and body mass. Only 1% of a person's overweight can thus be attributed to time spent playing computer games. They call it computer games. Uh, there's no link to children and teenagers. The link was only established for adults. Now, this is the point that I really want to say here. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be, now this is a direct quote, it may be that the people who are overweight are more likely to continue their hobby of playing video games during the transition of adulthood, whereas new leisure time activities become more important for others. Saying that, like, you know, if you want to stay in your childish hobby of video games, you might be overweight. But, you know, some people, you know, more established people will continue uh, a new leisure time, you know, yeah. with sports and exercise. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, that uh, one of the studiers has said uh, sedentary media consumption has also been associated. Um, but the last points are. We identified a significant indirect effect, which shows that people who spend more time playing video games, no duh, uh, also less time exercising, no duh, therefore weigh more and have more body mass. Wow. Other yeah. factors include junk food, not fair vibe, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Only sedentary video games were studied, not active video games like Pokemon Go uh, were taken into consideration. Now, before we get into the next article... Um, what what did you think about that? Oh man. Yeah. Um so much. It's just kind of frustrating cuz really all they're saying is that video games aren't making you fat. Yeah. It's that it's more common for adult video game players to lead unhealthy lifestyles. Yeah. It's not the video games that are making the fat. It's just that is one of the things in their lives that isn't the healthiest. Yeah. Option. Like these people aren't going to the gym, eating healthy, mm-hmm. and then they're sitting around playing video games for five hours. Right. Like 
of course, all those things added up, you're going to be a little, you're going to be overweight. Yeah. But it's not the video games that are making them fat. And I'm so tired of hearing articles about this. Yeah. Year after year after year. Like people want to like make video games into this evil thing, whether it's like they're mm-hmm. making they're people violence. fat or they're violent. Like mm-hmm. video games can't make people anything. Yeah. When they say that, like, oh, there is a correlation. I'm like, yeah, but it's the sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. That you know, you can be overweight by watching too many football games. You can be yeah, overweight like watching too much Netflix. Someone who loves to watch sports and all isn't automatically healthy. There's people who love to watch sports and are well overweight. Yeah. Because they're still just sitting. Yeah, and, and the quote that I was most mad about is that it may be that people who are overweight are more likely to continue their hobby of playing video games during a transition to adulthood. Yeah, like during their transition into adulthood, they decide to continue I mean, their childish we've hobby. We've talked about this before with adult video yeah. gaming. Like it's the same as every hobby. Yeah, and and so like whereas new leisure time activities become more important for others. Like no one yells at or gets frustrated with movie buffs as an adult. Exactly. Like and being movie a movie buff is the same thing as being a video gamer. Yeah. Like, and it will make you sitting, fat. Apparently. Yeah. You know. But, but no one like hates on them. I know this is for a whole other subject but still. It yeah. Me. Now, like I said, the, the whole article is more about a sedentary lifestyle. Yes. If you sit down and just play video games, of like, course. that's it. You like, know, of course you're going to be overweight. Exactly. But it's the same way of any other sedentary lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you read too many books and don't go to the gym, if you watch too many movies and you don't go to the gym, you if, could work out and eat a bunch of junk food all day. Guess what? You're not going to lose weight. Exactly. And uh, in, in the gym I go to, I see it all the time. And it's just like, well, because okay, we I, also have people at our gym who drink coffee while they work out. And if you do that, I'm sorry, we can't be friends. That's disgusting. Like with like I saw a dude today when I was at the gym, he had like a Dunkin' Donuts like <gasps> latte. I was like, why? How? But oh, that's so disgusting. But anytime someone Please asks don't me, do that. Because I'm at the gym and I'm in okay shape. Uh what I love is that people say, What are you, 180? I'm like, no, I'm actually 210. Like, wow. But yeah, like you're all muscle. Like that's a heavier weight mm-hmm. but it's because it's all muscle but people ask me it's like well like what do you work out and i ask them right back what are you eating like it's straight up yeah, like it's, it's what you eat what are you eating um but before we get into the next article i just want to give you know last bit of just thoughts on the first article and that's the thing it only focused on the sedentary lifestyle uh it was time spent playing video games time spent playing video games now this is this is my final thought on this article where i will defend them i will play devil's advocate time spent playing now the reason why i can defend that video games specifically and not sports or movies Mm -hmm. somewhat i'm playing devil's advocate here is that uh more and more times is that you are playing video games for a longer period of time yeah you know like i said uh in college when i first got skyrim uh, I was like, oh, I'll play this for an hour or two. And it was like nine hours later. It's like, yeah. oops. Yeah. The video game is a longer investment in time. Yeah. But so is Netflix, you know. It is. Like, especially binge watchers. Like, yeah. So, hello. Of, so <laughs> of course that like, yeah, it's a time spent playing video games. It's a time spent. And, and yes, video games will take you in a trance and they will have mm-hmm. you in the, for a longer period. Because games can last like 20 hours, 40 hours, yeah. 200 hours. So, yeah, sure. I, I will defend it on that point. 
But the what really gets me about this article is that quotation is that people who are overweight are more likely to continue their hobby as they transition to be adults. And I'm just like, you can stop it. Now, there's another article. It's a lengthier article. And um, I just want to give my highlights here. Again, I will link this in below. You can read it in full. Uh, but it, it's about a new report shows that U.S. obesity epidemic continues to worsen. Uh, uh, obesity continues to be a problem in the United States. Therefore, addressing obesity epidemic uh, remains imperative for ensuring the health of the nation. Now, again, I want to just brief highlights here because this is a like a four-page article. So again, I highly recommend that you read this article because it's re really well written. Um, it's saying that some states uh, between 2016 and 2017, adult obesity prevalence has increased in six states. Those states being Iowa, Massachusetts, Ohio, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, and South Carolina. Uh, adult obesity prevalence has increased. However, seven states... Uh, Oh, never mind. Sorry. Uh, yeah. In addition, more than one fourth of the nation's country has reported obesity rates of 35% or higher. Adult obesity rates ranged from 13% in Eagle County, Colorado to 48% in Mackin County, Alabama. So Colorado has the least amounts of body fat. Mm -hmm. uh, in 48 states, obesity prevalence more than 25%. Um, Lowest obesity. Now, this is what I was surprised about. Lowest obesity rates were in Colorado, District of Columbia, and Hawaii. So that was cool. Um, I'm trying to look through this just to see if there's anything else important to go. Oh, here we go. Physical activity. Uh, Kentucky at 34.4% had the highest percentage of adults who are physically inactive. Washington, the state of Washington and Colorado had the lowest percentage of people who are inactive. So again, physical activity, physical mm -hmm. inactivity. Talking about gaming, sure, gaming will make you inactive if you decide to make it inactive. Yeah. Right? So those are my thoughts about the article. Uh, there's more points to this, but uh, I want to get to the conversation. It, it's more important to not be afraid to address a series of small changes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So definitely read these articles because it's an interesting read. Uh, but... So I want to briefly go over my brief uh, fitness journey and gaming. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was originally 315 pounds, right? But I could lift a lot. I had like a like an offensive end body. Like, it, yeah, like I, I could, you know, block somebody. Yeah. But I was also playing a lot of video games. I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't doing anything. Because all I was doing was playing video games. Mm -hmm. And I still remember I was playing, I think it was Gears of War. And I was drinking Dr. Pepper. And I spilled Dr. Pepper on myself. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh my goodness, this needs to stop. Because I felt sticky and I felt like ashamed. I was like, yeah. this is not and good. And the other thing, you weren't working out, you were playing video games. And you were eating a lot of junk. Like you were never a sweets person, but you liked... I like my fried foods. You do. You liked your soda and you liked your pizza. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. He still likes the soda and the pizza, just not, just as, not as much. <laughs> now, I said this is a brief fitness journey. Uh, later on, uh, I started to get more and more into fitness. However, the more I got into fitness, the less I gamed. But it wasn't like, oh, well, I, I'll focus on fitness and gaming. I started to see like, 
oh, gaming is the reason why I got fat. And that's what I started to tell myself. Mm -hmm. I need to play sports. I need to play basketball. I need to do all this because it was video games that made me fat. Yeah. It was video games that. So it was people who like wrote these articles. Yeah. That made that put that in your head that made you think like it's mm -hmm. the video game's fault. Not that yeah. I was eating a ton of junk. So I started to play way less video games because I was like, oh, that was the issue mm -hmm. because I was playing too many video games. But then I got more and more into my fitness journey. I got close to 100 pounds loss, but I really missed gaming. I really mm -hmm. did. And that was just it. I was just like, is it really gaming or is it because I was sitting down too much? It was I was gaming too much. Mm -hmm. You can drink too much. You can do a lot of things too much. You can exercise too much. You can. Uh, and it will over like you will overpower your body, <laughs> overpower. Uh, you'll overstimulate your muscles. You might rip a muscle like yeah. I did deadlifting. But that's the start of the thing. Like I started to think that video games are the problem. I started playing less video games. But now I have this balance. It brings me to today where I have this balance of I'm in the gym six days a week, but I'm also playing video games seven days a week. Yeah. Um, but that that's just it. It's, I'm starting to see this balance. Uh, it was from the buff dudes who might have gotten from another quote, but you spend an hour in the gym. What are you doing with those 23 hours? Yeah. Like, was my diet okay while I was playing video games? Was my exercise still on points? You know, am I putting my priorities into check? Exactly. And that's the thing. It was priorities. You know, mm -hmm. uh, exercise was first. Video games were second. Liz was third. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but there's a lot more priorities, but it was prioritizing your life. Yeah. And that's what got me to today. Uh, right now, I'm doing the Chris Hemsworth uh, workout plan. Uh, I, I'm trying to get more in shape. I'm trying to body build at this point, but I'm still playing a lot of video games. Yeah. It's just about balance. Yeah. Right? So, I, I mean, you were married to me when I started to game a little bit more, and I also gained a lot of weight. Remember when you, you came in and I was always playing Skyrim? annoying yeah well wasn't it wasn't the fact that you're playing video games it was the fact that i woke up in the morning and i came over into the cottage and he'd be playing video games i'm like yeah you literally just woke up mm -hmm. i just want to have breakfast not watch you play video games while i eat breakfast like yeah i would walk in and he was already video gaming in the morning i was like can you like take a break never maybe but but that's just it is that like i started to play video games a little bit more because then after I started to say, oh, maybe video games weren't the problem. And I started to get back into gaming yeah. too much and actually gained and 30 were, pounds. Yeah. You were forgetting to make that time to work out. Exactly. So but I, now, I mean, mm -hmm. you work out every day and you could still play three, four hours of video games and yeah. you're fine. Exactly. Because you know? you're making that time in the morning, that one hour to go to the gym. Yeah. Just one hour a day, six days a week. And that's just it. And I, and I have some tips for you. Uh, if you are just starting to work out, um, I got some good tips for you. But yeah, just continuing this conversation is that gaming could be linked because of the amount of time spent playing. Yeah. Right? If you prioritize in the morning, right, instead of going to the gym, you just want to play more of your game. If you never exercise ever, yeah, you're going to gain some weight. And mm -hmm. that's just it. It's the obesity. But it's the same way of anything. If you don't go to the gym and you decide, oh, I just want to read a book instead, you're going to gain weight. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't say that. Here's the thing. I hated this because 
it said like, oh, it's it's a small correlation between video game playing and exercise. No, the correlation it's is sitting on your butt for seven hours yeah. and not going to the gym ever. You don't burn more calories reading a book or knitting more than you play video games. It's all the yeah. same. And I hated that. I hated the way they quoted that. Because there is no correlations between games and gaining weight. It's the correlation of sitting down too much. Yeah. Never going to the gym. Right. And, and that's the thing. But I will defend them that say that, sure, games are more of a time investment. I will say that because Skyrim is life. However, and once Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, Elder Scrolls 6 will be life. But it's just a matter of priorities. Yeah. Now, let, now let's even go into this. Video games can also be linked with broken families. Oh, yeah. I can totally say that, you know, because here's the other thing. Yeah, you prioritize your exercise. Do you prioritize video games over your family? Mm-hmm. You know, do I prioritize video games over Liz? No. Yeah, no. But that that's just the thing is that. You could you could honestly do a study and say, huh, video games are linked to broken families. Yeah. No. Like a jerk, like a like a dillweed. Yeah, will like, be like people who prioritize their hobbies over their families is yeah. what bra- makes broken families, not yeah. video games. Like I still remember, and I might have said this on the podcast already, uh during that huge storm during I want to say twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, it was a massive storm. Uh, it, it was like two or three feet of snow in Philadelphia. And I remember I still had to walk to GameStop to go to work because GameStop is uh, uh, greedy. But mm-hmm. I still had to walk there. And I was like, no one's going to come in. It's three feet of snow. No one's going to come in. This dude, this guy drove in a massive snowstorm in a truck. He came in and said, hey, I got $80 to my name. My daughters are driving me crazy. I need a game system. And I was like, thinking, oh, you need a game system for your daughters. No, 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 no. He needs a game system for him. To Be- entertain him so he doesn't have to focus on his daughters. Uh, exactly. That was exactly the situation. And he pulled out a hundred and he said, well, I need 20s for a carton of cigarettes or like a pack of cigarettes. I was yeah. like, what? He only had $80 to his name. And that's the thing. Like right there, I can say like, oh, video games lead to broken families because this guy's a dillweed. No, it's just that. People are dillweeds. Yeah. People are lazy. That's why they gain weight. That's just it. It's not anything to do with video games or anything else. It's just that your priorities need to be in check. Yeah. That's just it. So as I promised you, I want to give some brief tips of how you can get started. If you're you're, you're playing video games and you don't want to go into the gym, you don't want to be... By the way, if you go into the gym and they start to make fun of you because you're just starting out, ignore them. You know, they're jerks. They are. I like to help out anybody that I can in the gym. But the one thing I want to recommend is that if you want to start running, there's an app called Zombies Run. And I've been using it for a while, maybe like two or three years. Uh, Zombies Run is a there's a light version and a paid version. The paid version is uh, $25 per year and you get all the episodes. But as you're running, you get this story in your ear. Uh, and you're running away from zombies and you're trying to build up Able Township. And as you're running, it's really hard to explain through a podcast. Mm-hmm. But as you're running, you'll start to hear uh, a bottle of water collected, a pack of underwear collected. And you start to run more and more and you get uh, more and more supplies. And with those supplies in the app, you can build up Able Township with the supplies that you have. 
So it's like a video game as you run. You yeah. you level up. And you don't have to run. You can walk, and then when it yeah. says that you're running from zombies, then you run. Like you can do it and just be walking. Yeah, there's a there's a thing that says like a warning, zombies approaching, and you have to run a little bit faster to get away yeah. from the zombies because if the zombies get you, their their supplies are gone. Yeah, so you can even do it at your pace. You don't have to run. You can go from a walk to a speed walk to a jog. Yeah. And then slow back down to a walk once the zombies are gone. Yeah. So that's where it's nice is because it's you can literally do it on any level that mm-hmm. you're at. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I highly recommend that app. If you want to just start running and play video games at the same time, and I don't mean to say it like that, like <laughs> video gaming, but... But it works. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I run once a week, and I, I do like a three-mile run, four-mile run sometimes, and I use the Zombie Runs app, and I just go. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And you can put on your Spotify playlist. So when they're not talking, your Spotify playlist is keeps yeah. going. So uh, definitely check out that app. It's called Zombies Run. It's on the iOS, on Android. So definitely check that out. Hashtag not sponsored. But <laughs> something more practical, uh, something I do before I go to the gym is I, what, what it's called is um, uh, fasted low impact cardio. So what this basically is, is that I wake up in the morning and before I eat breakfast, before I do anything, I wake up, I put on my walking shoes and I go for a 30 minute walk. Yeah, that's it. A 30 minute walk. And I come back home, eat breakfast, then go to the gym. The reason why it needs to be fasted, you just wake up, put on your walking shoes, just walk for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. every day. And what this is doing is that because there's no calories already in your body, you're the very first thing you're letting your body do is your heart rate gets a little bit more up. The metabolism in your body starts to activate in the morning. And so there, if you do this for a month, you're going to start to see a gradual results. Mm-hmm. All you do is like put on an audiobook or put on your favorite podcast. Hey, what's up? Oh, How you doing? Uh, and just start walking for half an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then once you come home, eat breakfast. And if you don't have time to go to the gym, at least you got some motion in. Yeah. 30 minutes. And if you're just starting out, Mm -hmm. that can be a lot. Like I remember when I was younger, um, my mom, the, her first steps in working Mm -hmm. out were just going on a walk after dinner. Yeah. You know, she went on a mile walk after dinner Mm -hmm. and she lost a ton of weight doing that. Yeah. You know, so that's just it. Simply walking can do so much. Yeah. If you just, walk that's, that's it. all i do yeah if you just start walking and you and you have a proper diet yeah right yeah um, i also eat pretty healthy so yeah <laughs> um the other thing i can advise you is that uh look up on youtube there, there's a lot of fitness gurus on on youtube but i personally have been following for years uh buff dudes that was an acronym b-u-f-f better understanding of food and fitness the buff dudes, they're gamers. Uh, they, they always do like 80s references. They're super funny and they have great workout plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got done with their cutting plan, uh, which is a booklet. They also have a dumbbells only workout plan. They're just super funny guys are super genuine. Uh, one of them's a dad. The other one's a bachelor, but they're brothers and it's just super fun to watch. But they have great workout plans. Uh, another site I can recommend if you really hate yourself, uh, it's called Derby.com. It used to be known as NeilArray.com. Yeah. They have like gaming themes, no equipment required workouts. Yeah, so you, if you don't want to go to the gym and you want to stay home, they have all like 
like no equipment Body workouts. Bodyweight workouts. Yeah. I used to do them and then I stopped because they're so, some of them are like really difficult. Yeah. They can be really difficult, but you, but they tell you that like, this is more, uh, this is like on this, this in level. advance, this is in a beginner. Yeah, so they have the specific ones and that they are how you kind of got started out. Mm-hmm. And when we didn't have the money for a gym membership, I just it worked did it the other way. Yeah. Or now it's called Derby. Yeah. I actually haven't checked on it in a while, but they also have recipes of foods you can eat. So. Yeah, they have like a ton of stuff. It's a really cool website. Yeah. But uh, that that's just the thing. There's so many different ideas, but like just to wrap it up with that, Zombies Run, definitely check that out. Do fasted walking every morning. Just put on your shoes, walk. You can If you have a treadmill at home, just walk in your treadmill for half an hour. Yeah. The very first thing as you wake up, just go on a walk. Yeah. That's it. Uh, even if you do this, uh, four days a week, it's totally fine, but there's also workout plans that are three day a week workout plans. Mm-hmm. You can go to the gym three days a week out of the four days. Right. And what I'm trying to get at is that prioritize. Yeah. If you're okay with yourself, if you don't want to lose weight, if you're fine, we're not trying to say that everybody needs to be in the peak shape, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. blah, but there. We're not trying to say that, but what we're trying to say is that this these articles that are saying that video games are linked to obesity and that the, um, the inactivity rate, especially in Kentucky, I'm not surprised. Uh, oops, sorry. Sorry, Kentucky. Um, we love you. But <laughs> but yeah, um, with all these articles saying that video games are linked to obesity rising, that's such a lie. Yeah. It's just a sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. And that's just it. There's so many different ways where you can get your body moving. With such easy ways. I'm at the level right now where I'm doing the Chris Hemsworth workout plan. And pretty soon, I want I want to try to do that dumbbell-only workout plan from Buff Dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing I'll say about the Buff Dudes. If you ever buy their workout plans, what's really awesome is that it levels you up a little bit more. So when you do a workout plan, first it's three days a week. And you do that for three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes four days a week. Then five days a week. And so then it's not just throwing you into working out seven days a week. Yeah. It just gradually levels you up, <laughs> levels up <laughs> video games. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, geez. But that's just it is that we're trying to say that don't believe these articles to say that because video games is because fat. Yeah. Video games don't make you fat. Just sitting down and doing nothing like gets you overweight. Like I said, once I started to play video games again with my fitness journey, I started to lose weight and I said, oh, wait, video games weren't the thing. And then went too much into video games and I gained 30 pounds. Yeah. And that's just it. It's just a balance. It's not video games. It's just what you're prioritizing. So my last note is that it's not that gaming. It's just a lack of exercise. But my last point to you, if you want to remember anything, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to get fit, do not believe the magic pill. Please don't. You ever see those where it's just like saying, like, if you just take this supplement, if you just wear this fitness belt, if you just do this, if you blah, 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 blah. And it seems too good to be true. It is. It is. Don't buy into it. It's simply now it doesn't work for everybody. I understand that there's variables here, but it's your basic calories in calories out. Yeah. What calories are you putting in and what calories are you giving out? There's also an app called MyFitnessPal, and you can keep track of your calories, and uh, it will give you extra calories during the day if you do workouts. So mm-hmm. definitely check out My Fitness Plan to keep track of your calories. But it is just basically calories in, calories out. Mm-hmm. 
are you intaking more calories than you're giving out? So if your diet is only my ca- my calorie count is 3000 per day. Yeah. That's because I work out three or uh, six days a week. So my calorie intake has to remain at 3000. If I eat 4000, I'm going to be fat. <laughs> but that's just it. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on all this? Um, not really. It seems like we I mean, we've said everything we need to say without becoming a fitness podcast yeah no i'm i'm highly passionate about fitness um in fact i'm actually gonna be reviewing not not on this podcast but i'm gonna be reviewing uh some new equipment from uh gym maniac they have a fantastic weightlifting belt uh it's the cheapest best it's the best budget uh workout belts totally not sponsored but they actually are sending me some equipment to review but it wasn't sponsored. They're just saying, do you yeah. want to try these out? I'm like, yes. Uh, but they're sending me some lifting straps as well as a new gym bag, which I've been dying to get. Yeah. But that's just it. Is that like, don't ever believe that somebody's telling you that like it's because of video games that you're fat. And don't and if somebody calls you fat, by the way, punch him in the face. I didn't say it, you did. <laughs> I was going to say, give him a hug. Be no, like, you weren't. I'm going to say. I don't know what you're going to say, but it wasn't going to give him a hug. Punch him, him in a the face. hug. You know, give him a nice fluffy hug. Jeez. But that's just it. Is that like there's things you can do, but it's not video games. It's just prioritizing. And if you work out too much and you don't enjoy it, that's too much for you then. Mm-hmm. But I, I highly advise zombies run and just going for a fasted walk in the morning. It's like perfect. Yeah. It's a go- great way to start the day. Uh, and if you need any more fitness advice, you know, definitely message us or email us. Uh, you can message us at contact at gamesandgroceries.com or gamesandgroceries at gmail.com. We have two emails. Uh, or you can just message us on Twitter, yep. you know, tweet at us if, you, if we have any other advice. But I'm very passionate about, you know, people mm-hmm. becoming more fit and becoming more confident with themselves. And that's just it. I'm not trying to say that I'm Stallone or anything like that. But, but you're passionate about a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. I've lost 100 pounds and I can't feel like I, I can't imagine feeling any better. Yeah. You know? I can't see the bottom of my eyes, which is amazing. That's great. Because my eyes were like squished in because I was so tubby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But and if you if you saw on Twitter, I actually shared and Instagram, I think. Yeah, I think you shared on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I, I shared like what I looked before and what I look like now. Uh, but fitness is a huge passion of mine as well. Mm hmm. But no other uh, closing thoughts? Nope. Yeah. I think this is a good way to close out uh, the show. And thank you for listening to this far. And as I promised, I'm going to tell you who our guest for next week will be. So before I get to that, I just want to remind you that uh, we are going to be filming the podcast now. Uh, so if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on YouTube and ring that bell. Ding, ding. Uh, oh, I don't know. It, YouTubers say it. So I guess I have to, too. But... Uh, We're going to be filming the podcast as well as filming other videos, other gaming news videos during the week, maybe one or two just to start, just to feel ourselves out. But yeah, uh, definitely subscribe to YouTube and you can see our faces. Woo! Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so our guest for next week is actually Nick DiPaolo. Nick DiPaolo, who is the, the developer behind a game called Adam's Ascending. No, it was not named after me. But... It's a game called Adam's Ascending, which if you watch the kind of funny games uh, showcase at E3, mm-hmm. he was that game was the closer for the kind of funny games showcase. 
So I'm really excited to talk to him. I've been emailing him and getting to know him. This dude is just so genuine, so authentic. His whole goal with game development is to encourage others. It's to inspire others to start their own video games. He's a uh, self-learned video game programmer. So I'm very excited to yeah. share his thoughts with all of you guys. So he's very excited to come onto the show. So definitely stay in tune for next week with Nick DiPaolo, the game developer behind Adam's Ascending. So uh, I think that's it. I think that's all of the announcements. We just want to remind you again to follow us on social media at Gaming Groceries or follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word. Definitely check out our website, gamesorgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the episodes, find out where you can listen to the episodes, as well as read some articles that I, I write time to time. Uh, and also give us um, your honest feedback, your reviews, so that we can read it on the podcast. If you reviewed us on our 14 or 15 different platforms, we can't keep a track of it. Yeah. Definitely just email me. Say, hey, I left your review, and we'll go look at it. Yeah, we'll go look at it, or just like screenshot it. Yeah. If you want it right on the podcast, just let me know. And, yep. and I will for sure read it in this voice. No, uh -huh. no, you won't. Can't tell me what to do. Um, but yeah, so that does it for this week's episode. We thank you once again for listening to this week's episode. We all have hope you have a fantastic week. It's summertime. Enjoy that weather. Unless you hate summer, then I'm sorry. Wait till winter. But we thank you again for listening to this week's episode. Have a fantastic week. We love you all. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>